Hey, that's nice. Here we go. Hey, girl. You just tuned into the Britney Smith podcast. You're tuned in because either you're an entrepreneur, a mama, or both. And sometimes you just need a minute to, well, just be. And on this show, you'll get a lovely mixture of business and branding genius, faith and motivation. And if you're a mama, you understand conversations. Because let's be honest, we are fabulously multifaceted and amazing. So thanks for popping by. I'm really glad you're here. Girl, let's get into it here on the Britney Smith Podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the Britney Smith Podcast. I am your host, Brittany N. Smith, and I'm super glad that you guys are here with us today. And I know I say this every episode, but I really am excited about today's conversation because we are digging into the world of branding, but from the standpoint of messaging, from the standpoint of copywriting, many of you out there listening, you are the the mind behind the business, right? You're the one who's coaching. You're the one who's writing the books. You're the one who's doing the things, but sometimes it's hard for us to express what we bring to the world in a unique and creative way. And so I have my new friend, Molly Morocco. Yes, like the country. She is here. Um, She's an East Coast sister like me. She's up near Boston and she's a brand coach and copywriter. She does all the things when it comes to messaging and really allowing you to shine through in your words for your brand and for your business. So Molly, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yay. Awesome. 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 So Molly, in your own words, tell us who you are, what you do and why you're amazing at it. Okay. So I am a brand messaging strategist slash copywriter. The title of what I do doesn't matter. What I actually do is I help people come up with a messaging blueprint for their brand. So that lays out how they talk about themselves, how they talk to their clients and how they explain the process of what they do to create a transformation in their business. Um, and so I work primarily with, uh, creatives, service providers, coaches, things like that. But I worked with everyone from a dog trainer to e-commerce brands, to a hypnotherapist, to a therapist therapist. I've worked with all sorts of service providers and that's what keeps it kind of so exciting. But the beauty of that is it doesn't matter whether you're a dog trainer or a hypnotherapist, you need to know how to express yourself, how to speak to your clients so that they'll listen and how to have a clear message. So it doesn't matter who you are or what you do, I can help. Awesome. Awesome. So talk to us about the fundamentals of copywriting. What is copywriting? Uh, because I know that a lot of us, when we're just starting out in business, we just we just get out there and we just start posting and saying whatever to whomever. Um, so, so talk to us about what copywriting really is, the purpose of it, and then some of the fundamentals of copywriting. Sure. So copywriting is basically writing copy, which are the words that you use in your content, in your marketing materials, et cetera. So from like a very basic standpoint, it's just the words that you're using to communicate 
to your clients or customers about their business. Um, kind of basics. One of the most basic tenants that I see a lot of people getting wrong is that they're talking about themselves and talking about like why they're amazing. Like, hey, I am the best coach that can help you do this and this because I've done this and won this award and helped this person, you know, do this, but it's all very me focused. Um, and when you come at writing copy from a place of being focused on yourself, your audience doesn't care because nobody cares about you unless it benefits them. So if you want to talk about yourself, you have to do it in a way that's either going to relate to your ideal client because you're sharing a story about how you overcame a certain situation and how you can help them do it too, or you're specifically talking about what they're struggling with and giving them value, information, tips, whatever, about how they can overcome those same struggles. So that's a big um, mistake that I see a lot of people make, especially just starting out because Let's face it, when we just start out, we're a little insecure about ourselves. We feel like we have to kind of like put it on and like promote ourselves a lot more than we actually should. And it would behoove you to take the time to really tap into what your ideal client wants and needs and thinks and talk about that than it would to talk about how amazing you are. You're going to get way further focusing on them than you are focusing on yourself. That's hard. (laughs) That is hard. And, you know, from my experience, copywriting really is like working a muscle. You know, you have to kind of get into the habit of it. Like you said, writing from a different standpoint or different viewpoint, making sure that your client knows that you're talking about them, you're talking to them. Like she has to feel I'm I'm saying she, like whoever your client is, has to feel and know that you're talking directly to them and that you care about them. Um, And, you know, a lot of times I'll think of myself as a consumer and think about the types of content that I'm attracted to and I'm drawn to. And it's like, oh, yeah, Dove is not talking about how Dove is so devilicious. Like, they're just not. They're talking about me and how strong and powerful I am. And, oh, yeah, you need deodorant, you know? (laughs) So, um, so, yeah, no. So, so now talk to us then about how, um, are there any like hacks that we can use when we are trying to connect our client to our product or to our service? So I think obviously one of the things that I help people do is coming up with that messaging blueprint, which is really sitting down and figuring out who am I, why am I an authority in this area? Who is my client? What are the thoughts and emotions that they're having? What are the objections that they're having? Really like walking through, not from, I think sometimes in branding world, we have a tendency to be like, you know, do the, um, the ideal client avatar, but focus it through like, oh, you know, she's 27 and she shops at this store and she does this thing. And well, that's kind of helpful. Sometimes it's really not as helpful from a copy or messaging perspective. We need to get more into like the psychology of the person. How are they thinking? Why are they thinking these things? What's holding them back mentally? Like you really need to tap into the brain of the person that you are connecting to and be able to figure out what that is. And I think part of the reason that people don't do that is because they haven't taken the time to really figure out who that person is. So some things like if you want to start to listen more and figure that out, places you can look would be your emails. When you get on client calls, discovery calls, what are the words that people are actually saying in those calls? When you ask them, how are you feeling? What are you struggling with? Those would be the first kind of couple questions that I would ask on a discovery call, because I need to get to the root of like, 
what's actually going on, what are they struggling with, and then how are they feeling about that? You can look in Facebook groups. You can, I actually um, did a podcast the other day with someone in the host had a really great idea. She had said, you know, that one of the things she does is go into Facebook groups and then type into the search bar vent. And you can see what people are venting about in Facebook groups and you can get the words that they're using. You can see it in your comments on social media, DMs that people send you. Look at what the people who are in your audience are kind of coming to you with as a presenting problem. And then find a way to capture that, boil that down, but use their exact words. So I actually just went through a rebrand and just launched my new site last week. And so one of the things that I did was look at my testimonials and pull out the actual words that people were using because I asked them their testimonials. How were you feeling before you worked with me? What was the process like? How are you feeling now? And using all of their words in my copy and in my messaging so that when people read my words on my website, they're like, oh my gosh, that's exactly how I feel because I've seen it over and over and over again in my testimonials of what people are struggling with. And then I'm putting that out there because when you do that, people will think, oh my gosh, she totally understands my problem. And if she understands my problem, she can solve my problem. And a lot of times as you know, coaches, consultants, whatever, we do know their problem because we know the solution. So we know it from a more holistic view of actually what they're struggling with. And so if we can say like, I know you're feeling like this and you've tried this and you, you know, that's made you feel hopeless, but there actually is a solution. Here's what it is. It's very simple. And then all of these people who felt exactly like you have also gone through this process, have had the solution and no longer have this pro problem. And now they are transformed into this new person. So that's kind of like, the client journey and the way that you kind of want to focus um, and kind of how to get there. That's awesome. Ladies, I hope that you uh, took some notes in there. Okay. Because she literally just kind of walked us through the, the, the mindset that we need to have as we are approaching our copy. And as we are looking to speak to our clients, um, you know, it's kind of like one of the things I think about when I talk about copywriting myself is hiding the medicine in the applesauce almost, you know, like they're not going to come if you just say, Hey, I have this program. Like everybody has a program they're, that's not going to be the thing that attracts them. But if you say, Hey girl, listen, your to-do list is long. You have not enough time. The kids are screaming, but you have this business. You have this dream that you're trying to get off the ground. I know how you feel. Now she's like, Oh girl, yes, let's talk. You know, so <laughs> there's a, there's a whole process behind this. So that was awesome how you laid that out. Um, so now, now like, let's say we have our, we have the, the blueprint done right? We have the blueprint done. What do we do next in terms of the different types of content? Like, let's say we're putting together a content plan, right? We now have our messaging, but now we need to take that messaging and put it into some kind of vehicle um, to get people from, you know, social media viewer to in my pipeline. Like, what does that look like? So when we're coming up with content, one of the things that you want to do is you want to think about your different content pillars. So these are going to be the areas that you want to talk about and provide value on. And the goal there is to be able to say like, hey, you know, you're struggling with X problem here's how you might be feeling about that. And then here's a simple solution that you can use. So it's, you know, it's content marketing in terms of really tapping into um, tangible ways for people to 
take where they are right now and kind of advance a little bit further. And you're kind of like advancing them through your content until you got to a point where they know, like, and trust you. They've kind of been warmed up enough and then you can send them to some kind of free offer. So, um, again, your content really is going to come up or kind of comprise of different pillars that you have that you want to talk about. And those are going to align with kind of like your overall brand. So you figure out, you know, again, who you are and what you stand for and then how you want to help your clients. And then within that, you're really looking at like, okay, so then we're going to talk about the basics of like what I'm doing. And you can, you know, then look at that and say, if, you know, I'm thinking of my hypnotherapy client. So a lot of what she talks about is like, what is hypnotherapy? So like, what is that service that you provide? Because a lot of times we feel like our clients and our audience know what we do, or they have all of this background and they don't, it's called the curse of knowledge. Like we need to talk to them, like they're sixth graders understanding what we do. And a lot of times we talk to them like they are other experts and we lose a lot of people because of that. So I think like one of the mistakes that people might make with their content is that they're talking too high level. So we really need to like bring it back down to the most basic level, like take out jargon, take out technical words, all of those things. And just like, at its very essence, what do you do? How would you explain it to a middle schooler? Um, because, you know, story brand, they say like, if you confuse, you lose. And it's so true. Like you need to be very clear about what you're saying to your audience, because if they don't understand what you do, they're not going to buy from you. They're just going to be like, you're nice and you're funny and you're cool, but like, I don't get it. So I think with your content pillars, again, you want to just bring it down to like, what are you actually doing? And then within that, you're going to look at what your audience is asking you for. You're going to look at what you're really excited about. Cause I think that's another component of it. Cause I think energetically when we create content, whether it's on video or whether it's, you know, written posts, whatever you want to be really excited about what you're writing. Cause if you kind of have like, mm, whatever meh kind of energy around it, like that's what comes through. So you could be talking about the most basic thing ever, but if you're psyched about it, people are gonna be like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And you could be like dropping like truth bombs, like amazing, like mic drop moments. But if you're just kind of like, yeah, so there's like, this thing is great. And you're low energy about it. Like people are just going to like move on. So you need to kind of like be aware of what your energy is in your content and like share that. And that's not to say that you have to be like a super like high energy bouncy person, but like lean into the units that is you and like be like 10 times you, you know, cause that's, what's going to draw people in. I love that. I love that so much. Um, <clears throat> and you're absolutely right. Like, uh, it's funny that you talked about the different, like high energy, low energy, right? Because when I show up, people expect yeah, yeah, all the time. And I'm like, I'm not like that 24 seven. I mean, that is who I am, but I also have a chill side. Okay. Mm -hmm. Guys, I can talk like this <laughs> and still be myself. Um, you know, and so you're absolutely right. Like, I think it's important also to show your audience those different sides of you. Um, but they will know when you're faking it, 
Yeah. I think is the bottom line is they will know when you're faking it. Um, and I think sometimes, you know, as an entrepreneur, you get kind of weary in the work. Um, and so I think this is a good moment for you ladies to pause and think about what excites you in your business these days. And maybe you should turn your attention to that. And if there's nothing that excites you in your business these days, and maybe you need to pause and pivot and, and refine that spark so that you can attract the right kinds of people. Because when you're glum chum in your presentation, you're going to attract glum chum clients. Um, and then you're all just going to be sad together. Right. And so um, it's definitely important, like Molly is saying, to identify what you want to say, what is important for your people to know. Um, as you said, you're you just finished kind of a rebrand. I'm in that same space where I'm restructuring my business and my offerings and how I offer them. So that means now I have to get back out there in terms of here's who I am. Here's what I do as I'm repositioning myself as an expert in these different areas. Doesn't mean that I'm not, I have never been an expert in those areas, but now I need people to see me in those different areas as an expert. So I do have to go live and talk about what is brand development. I do have to go live and talk about why you should, you know, I don't know why you should try a VIP day. What is a VIP day, right? Like you said, and I, and I fall into that as well. Like sometimes I'm talking about branding and strategy and all those things way up here. And they're like, yeah, I need new colors for my business. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. All right. Let's come back down to the look and feel of your business. And they're like, oh yeah. So you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And I'm sure that we all have jargon that we use. And it's hard sometimes to cross over from when you're talking to your peers to when you're talking to your clients, which is two different groups of people. Um, so, so tell us, Molly, what is your favorite part of what you do? Um, I love like doing the coaching sessions, the messaging sessions when we're coming up with the blueprint and like, it is, I'm like a big, like woo person energy. Like that's a big thing for me. So when I'm having a conversation with someone and we're kind of like going through the different pieces of their brand script and kind of like figuring it all out, um, we, we'll talk about something and all of a sudden, like, I'll get like a weird little download and I'll be like, oh, is it, you know, such and such a thing? And they're like, yes, yes, that's it. And like, you feel you're like, oh, or they will say something. And I'm like, that's it. The thing you just said, like, that was gold. Like, I love those moments just of like talking with my clients, getting to know them and like having, like, see all the little puzzle pieces come together. Like, it's just fun because we both like look at each other and we're like, oh, goosebumps. Like, it was so good. Like, whatever you just said, like, I'm going to have to rewatch this because this was so good. But I'm like, they're talking and kind of saying, you know, I'm, I walk them through a series of questions when we write their blueprint. And so they're kind of just talking and talking and talking. And then I'll take that and distill it down into like one single sentence. And they're like, yeah, yeah, that. And so it's just like a fun process to go through to kind of see like what comes out, what the common themes are. That's another thing is like when you are talking about your business or you're talking to your clients and stuff, like you'll find that you keep coming back to like the same theme or the same issue keeps coming up. And that's how you know, like what it is. So for me, even though I do copywriting and I do coaching and some, you know, business consulting with larger businesses a lot of what I kind of came back to was that whole idea of like bringing your brand to life in words, because people are like, I get it when I can see like my logo, my colors, my pictures, like visually, but I'm not sure how to express that in what I'm saying. And so to have kind of that blueprint that says like, 
this is my message. And also connecting that with their mission, whether that is, you know, like a larger mission, like a charitable mission that they have, or just a mission in the world to help entrepreneurs, whatever it is to combine those two things. And their message is really, really important because they definitely work with a lot of uh, purpose-driven entrepreneurs and small businesses as well. So it's really important to be able to capture that in a way that's very clear and succinct, but also pushes that mission and that brand forward and is still selling. And I think sometimes it can be like, do I sell right now? Or do I talk about the mission right now? And how do I talk about the mission without feeling like I'm being too salesy? So that's like another layer of what I do as well. That is definitely the challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you bring people into your space, they're loving you, you're loving them. And it's like, I have this thing for sale. Here it is, you know. Um, and so it's like doing that dance. But um, like you're saying, when you build that relationship, um, the selling doesn't feel like selling. Yes. You know, when you get them into your space, you guys are over a cup of coffee and you're like, listen, I, I heard that you had this issue. Well, I have this thing that I know is going to help you. I know it's going to work for you and it's going to be really great because this is what it is. This is what it looks like. And we're going to have a lot of fun doing it. What do you say? Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, they're signing up. You didn't sell anything. You right. you serve them. Right. You presented them with the solution to their problem. Um, and like you said earlier, you you show them that you see them, you showed them that you know about the problem, you show them that you've even possibly been there. And then you've also showed them that you have executed the solution well, not just for yourself, but for others. Um, and so it's like this little puzzle that you put together and then the person is like, yes, I'm in, um, which is why it's very important. Like you mentioned ideal client earlier, um, that your ideal client and your messaging, they go together. You have to know who she is and how to talk to her because it's in that transaction that if you're with the right person, it just feels right. Yeah. You know, when you're aligned with the person that just came into your space, it feels right. And that's another thing that will not make it feel as salesy. Um, it's when you're, you know, trying to sell to somebody or trying to connect with someone that's not really for you, then it feels like you have to force a sale because there's no synergy. There's no connection there. Um, so, so Molly, if we are, as we're landing the plane here, if somebody's listening right now and they are at the very beginning stages, they don't have the resources yet to hire a copywriter, um, what would be their first step? Honestly, I think reading, I think there are some great books on copy. If you want to learn, like if you know how to write copy and write decent copy, then you are really setting yourself up for success because it's a skill that is going to come up over and over again throughout your business. So if you can't necessarily invest in a copywriter, there are great podcasts, there are great books, there are, you know, small courses and resources and stuff. But I would say like start teaching yourself as best you can and learn how to position yourself and how to write well. Building a story brand, uh, obviously I mentioned them earlier, like that's a great book um, to use or to read. Um, There are definitely like a bunch of other ones as well. But I think figure out... um, figure out where you can go and find resources to teach yourself that skill. Because even just small tweaks and small mindset shifts around the writing process and how to position yourself can make a huge difference. 
Awesome. Awesome. I did just think of one more question. So I'm going to sneak it in here. Um, so can you give us just some small differences, if there are any, between social media copy, email copy, web copy, like the subtle differences between those things? So the way that I like to think about it is, you know, at each one of those stages, you're kind of giving people a little bit more information. So a lot of times one of the struggles that I see when people are writing web copy is that they're trying to include every single thing that anyone ever like could need to know about their entire business. And at that stage, we don't need to include everything. There are specific things that we need to include to get them to take the next step. So you have to think about like, where am I trying to push people to in each one of these instances and what information do they need in order to confidently take that next step? So on the website, they obviously, they need to know who you are, what you do and how you can help them. Like those are kind of the three main focuses for each one of your pages and all of the copy that you're including there. When it comes to social media, they're going to potentially want to maybe deep in that relationship a little bit more if they haven't taken the step on your website to reach out like this is where you can really serve them let them know who you are on a deeper level provide them with a lot more value things like that um you get to be again depending on like your platform linkedin versus tiktok are going to have two like very different you know tones around them um but the biggest thing is to be you and to provide value to your audience um and then obviously with your email marketing again like that's another great way to nurture people so if we think about our social media at the top of our funnel we're going to push people down into our email list and that will be the next stage of our funnel we can nurture them there a little bit more more. So, you know, there's obviously different types of emails. There are sales emails, which are going to be like very like specifically written sales copy that are going to push people to want to take a next step, hit the buy button. But there's also going to be nurturing emails that again, are going to provide some value, nurture the relationship. And the beautiful thing about that is social media, you could do a really great post and, you know, 20% of your audience sees it. Um, but your email list, it's going to go out to everyone, whether they open it or don't open it, you know, that can't be controlled, but at least they will see your name in their inbox. So it really just depends on, um, what, you know, what platform and what point in the sales process that you are. Um, and I did want to touch on like one thing that you were saying earlier, which is, um, around the idea of like certainty, certainty is going to sell. So if you like are showing up kind of online in your content in a certain way, or even, even on a discovery call with people, be really certain that you have the solution and fake it till you make it if you need to, because that is honestly the difference. And I can specifically remember a client that I got on a call with and, um, you know, she had been like, I was uncertain if her expectations around what I do were actually aligned with what she needed. And so I was trying to suss that out. And she had kind of said like, well, I'm not sure if you are certain. And I said, I'm certain that I can help you without a doubt. I just am trying to assess whether or not what you need is what I offer. And so, but I ended up landing that client because I knew that I could help her. It was like, I know, like I've helped so many people with your presenting problem, but I just want to make sure that like you're on the same page of like what I do is actually what you need. But that certainty is the point. Like you really need to have that certainty with what you're doing. And if you don't fully feel it, fake it, <laughs> honestly. 
Yeah, no, that it's really true because um, it will make or break whether or not you get that client. Um, and, you know, and again, putting yourself in the client's seat. If you go to a hairstylist and she's like, well, I think we're going to make you look really nice today versus girl, I can't come on, get in this chair, you know, so we can we can make it happen like that makes a difference. Um, and I think, too, to your point earlier in terms of like people on social media or, you know, people that you're pitching to not being able to really explain or put words to their issues. Sometimes they're coming to you and they're not clear on what they actually need. Um, you know, I had a similar situation where she came to me for one thing and I'm like, boo-boo, um, you need all these other things. And she was like, well, my budget says this. And I'm like, look, you might as well go with my full package because if we just do the little piece here, you're going to be back a month from now spending more money to come and put the other pieces in place, you know? So I was able to help her see that I, as the expert could, could look at the big picture for her and see that there were other gaps that we could knock out in one project versus several smaller projects. Um, So again, leaning into your expertise um, is going to be something that's going to work for you in this process as well. Um, So Molly, listen, we could be here all day. Uh, you know, we could be here all day. The baby's in the other room. She's like, mom, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> but tell us what you, what can we get our hands on today um, to help us get started? How can we connect with you? So I have a, um, a freebie. It's a freebie. It is a ultimate brand messaging bundle. Um, and you can, I will give you the links that you can put in the show notes. Um, and it includes content prompts and scripts and an ebook and a bunch of stuff that will help you kind of get started on crafting a effective brand message for your business. Ooh, I like it. I like it. I'm going to get mine as soon as I get that link. Um, But awesome. Thank you so much. Tell us your, I know your your links and stuff are going to be in there, but where can we find you online if we just wanted to check you out and connect with you that way? Sure. So it's branded with a purpose. That is my new business name. So my website's brandedwithapurpose.com. And then on TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest, I am branded with a purpose. Nice. Awesome. Well, listen, ladies, we had a great time today. Thank you so much, Molly, again, for all this great information. Um, I hope y'all took notes and I hope that you're going to go ahead and get her um, bundle so that you guys can really launch out into Q4 um, with some great content writing, great copywriting, um, so that you can land more clients, the clients that are right for you and right for your business. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Brittany Smith podcast. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to leave a comment and then share this episode with another amazing lady who needs to hear today's show. Yes, girl. I'm serious. Just send her the link and say, girl, listen to this. Want to hang out with me every day? Head over to Facebook and join the Female Coaches, Consultants, and Content Creators group on Facebook. Or you can join my mailing list in the links below this episode. Girl, I enjoyed our conversation. Stay amazing and remember, you are loved, you are needed, and nobody, I repeat, nobody can do what you do the way you do it. See you next time on the Brittany Smith Podcast.